0: What is up, Naked Peeps? You are listening to The Naked Nerd. I am The Naked Nerd himself. How are you all doing today? So, let's start off by saying that I've been relatively feeling crappy. Um, So, over the past couple of days, the smoke and air quality have been quite poor. Uh, This has been due to the number of bushfires that that have been happening over the past couple of weeks. Uh, the air quality has, uh, well, to say the very least, has not been okay. Uh, the smoke has basically affected my asthma, and combined with the heat and weather changes, it's causing my lungs to be, um, all sorts of, uh, well, all sorts. I think that's probably the best way to sum it up. All sorts. Um... But it has not affected my ability to be nude as much as I can. Um, I say this because I desperately need to go outside, but uh, we can't help that at the moment. Um, So if you're living in New South Wales at the moment and are currently experiencing some of the atrocities of the bushfires themselves, I hope that you are finding at least some... some sort of shelter, or at least being safe. Uh, Please take care, though, because particularly for those of you who are asthmatic, myself included, uh, please make sure that you have your medication ready to go, because take it from me, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that being asthmatic in a poor air quality situation, it is not fun whatsoever. Um, But let's get on with the show. So, for today's episode, I'd like to talk to you about a couple of things... Techno... Technological? Yes, pardon for my stuttering. Uh, yes, I'd like to talk about a couple of techie things that... Um, one is a movie based on technology, but the other is something that I've actually purchased quite recently, and I'd like to actually talk about it. So, let's get on with the show. So, for today's episode of The Naked Nerd... I'd like to bring to you a Naked Nerd review of Terminator Dark Fate so where to begin so for those of you who have not been following the Terminator series it is now basically a multiverse um, so for those of you who don't know the premise of the Terminator series basically uh, the Terminator series starts off with the Terminator back in 1984 so uh, the actual series starts with Kyle Riss being sent back to 1984 to save Sarah Connor, but um, something else has been sent back along with him. The Terminator. The T-800 series. Um, a cyborg uh, protected by living human tissue. Um, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh girl to the But... Uh, that's not his actual name. Um, Gethle the Chopper. That would be an awesome name just to, like, just to start off things. But anyway, moving on. So, the Terminator series in itself centers around, uh, Sarah Connor and, uh, her son, John Connor, who, uh, tried to protect the world from Skynet, the AI that is hell-bent on destroying humanity, um... And if you've been following the series of the Terminator, there's been multiple movies. So there's the first Terminator from nineteen eighty four, the uh, second Terminator, which is supposed to be set in nineteen ninety five, um, then you have Terminator th- three, uh, Rise of the Mach- Rise of the Machines, and then it actually even before then it starts because Terminator three was. Uh, Direct sequel to Terminator 2, but then it had Terminator 4, Terminator Salvation, then uh, the series rebooted uh, to Terminator Genesis, and then now the latest installment, uh, Terminator Dark Fate. Now, without giving much away, Terminator Dark Fate is a direct sequel of Judgment Day, Terminator 2, um, but with, with a bit of a twist, and... Uh, Just a heads up, for those of you who uh, want to see it but do not want to listen to any spoilers, I suggest you leave the show right now. So I'm going to give you a 10 second head start. 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Spoiler alerts away. So, the movie Terminator Dark Fate um, is a direct sequel of Terminator 2, but it has a few twists. The twists start off at the very beginning. So, for those of you who uh, have not seen Terminator 2, um, the ending of Terminator 2 basically shows uh, Sarah Connor and John Connor surviving, uh, being uh, attacked by the T-1000, the liquid metal Terminator. Um, And uh, their protector, the original Terminator, T-800, basically... uh, Terminated itself in a giant vat of hot metal. Um, so we start off in 1998, where after the events of Terminator 2 happened, uh, after the foretold apocalypse of the world, um, we start off in a very, uh, I would say, holiday place. Where Sarah Connor and John Connor are relaxing uh, by the poolside, actually, beachside, actually, by the beachside of a bar. Um, And then the next thing you know, we see a Terminator come in and uh, shoots John Connor multiple times until he's terminated. And that, for me, was where I was like, you can't kill John. It's way too early in the movie, but that actual plot device itself um, made more sense than, uh, I would say, than ever. But, in this time, in this particular movie, um, we follow the events 22 years later. Um, So, it's basically 2020. Um, so in this particular installment of the Terminator, we now have a new set of AI and Terminator machines that are used to basically, uh, destroy, uh, or rather kill someone. We're not sure who that someone is. And at the time, I thought it's going to be weird because since they've killed John Connor, who, why would they, uh, Reboot this entire legacy into something new. But. It ended up being something that I wasn't really expecting. Um, But. Let me continue. So. We follow the particular uh, hero of this movie. uh, And her name is Grace. And it is her job to actually go back in time to 2020 and she comes from the year 2042, from what I remember, uh, to save uh, a new saviour from uh, the future, who basically brings the world together after the new AI, known as Legion, basically tries to uh, exterminate all humankind. Now, this particular plot device, well, this particular plot, um while well, it seemed very refreshing, it also brought a lot of old plot lines in terms of the old terminators. Now um we follow Grace's journey in saving this particular new uh savior, I forget her name, but basically. She basically has to make sure that this person survives in a very similar way to how Reese from the original Terminator had to save Sarah Connor. Now, this is where things get a little bit tricky everyone. <laughs> so, I have to say that it got tricky when, we, when I started realising that the person that uh, Grace was trying to save wasn't some unborn uh, hero, but the hero herself was trying to be saved. Um, but then, in a Twitter thing, Sarah Connor arrives just in the nick of time to save uh, Grace and this particular new hero. Um, and this is where the plot device of uh, John Connor being dead really served its purpose. Um, it allowed for Sarah to basically not just uh, deal with happened with John but also uh, basically going through and uh, helping with this new mission now the thing is though, it got really see I like to take a leaf out of ten things ahead about you so you can be overwhelmed it can be underwhelmed but can you just be whelmed in this case I was just whelmed, particularly as the action sequences were good, but I felt that there, there needed to be a little bit more character development. I felt that the the actual future sequence and the actual plot plots around it were pretty rushed. Now. I'm not saying that the movie was completely bad, because there were some good things about it, particularly with the CGI, and I felt that even though her role was underused, Linda Hamilton returning as Sarah Connor was a big bonus for me, because I wanted to go see it because of her, directly. Um, Now, Arnold also makes his return as the Terminator, but not in the way that you think. See, in this particular film, he does kill John Connor, but then... For some reason he develops a conscience, um, which has its own, uh, I would say, issues on its own because my understanding was that uh, that the Terminator could learn, but not unless their CPUs were reset. Um, but that's for another thing. But basically, uh, hero gets saved, but then Sarah Connor um, becomes this new mentor. Grace, unfortunately, dies because, uh, um, oh yes, that's right, Grace is an enhanced human. So basically, she's human, but with, uh, technological advancements uh, making her faster, stronger, uh, than, uh, most people. um, in that particular plot device really set things um, for me. It really, uh, for me, I feel that there should be another sequel. But uh, I felt that th- there just needed to be some extra development, like proper development. Um, I don't know. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like when you're cooking. And you know you're missing some form of seasoning just add to the flavor. The flavor in this movie it was mixed but it just was missing that one ingredient to make it a very good movie. Um, I would definitely recommend uh, people to see it even though um, it has been criticized as a flop. I would still recommend people to go see it anyway. But that's my review of Terminator Dark Fate, I would give it if I had to give us a score out of five, I'll probably give it a three Um, So it wasn't necessarily bad, but there was certainly a lot of room for improvement all right, so moving on with technology because Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to talk to you about something that I purchased uh, quite recently so uh, from people from the people that brought to you some lovely headphones, um, comes the Bose sunglasses. So, for those of you who are wondering, what on earth are you talking about? Bose sunglasses? Don't they make headphones? Yes, they do. Um, but this particular set of sunglasses, it's they're not just sunglasses. They're also, um, Audio phones, so basically, you are able to listen to music with these sunglasses. And, no, you don't need to put anything in your ear. So, how does it actually work? So, let me tell you. So, the lenses themselves work like normal sunglasses. You put them on, it protects you from the sun. But, the uh, lenses, particularly on the sides, around the edges where it holds the ear, Contains speakers where the sound directly travels to your ear without having any sort of uh, blockage in the ear. So you can listen to music as much as you want. Though, having said that, there are a few things that you need to know. So the battery only lasts for about uh, three to three and a half hours, uh, which is good, particularly if uh, you're someone who only likes to listen to music for a short time. Realistically, you shouldn't wear these for too long anyway, particularly um, in in terms of listening to music, particularly if you want to be able to use them for a while. Uh, But, there's also a couple of things that you need to also realize. Uh, You need to keep these pretty safe, uh, particularly um, if you drop them, because From my experience, even though they're good in terms of the quality, um, they can be relatively loose if you don't properly put glasses on. Um, But having said that, the lenses that they have, uh, well, the lenses that they offer are quite uh, a variety. Um, But also, the frames themselves come in two types of frames. So there's the Alto, which is for the much bigger type of frame. And then there's the Rondo, which is uh, a a round sort of uh, frame for, uh, I would say, uh, a rounder look. But these particular glasses are absolutely great. Particularly if you're going for a walk and you want to listen to some music, but you don't want to uh take out some headphones and put stick them in your the ear and and look ridiculous though having said that I did put these on and walked around and started singing a song and people looked at me as if I was weird so yes that's going to be happening quite a bit uh but these Bose sunglasses they connect through bluetooth and need the Bose app to have it fully registered. Though, you can get around it by accessing your Bluetooth uh, services on your iPhone. But, with uh, with that aside, when you do purchase these glasses, they come with a case, they come with a bag with a USB uh, charge cable. Oh, that reminds me. So, the only way to get an extra cable, if you need an extra cable, particularly if you a person that loses them, you need to contact uh, both directly because uh, those particular cables are not available separately. Um, but it comes with a case, comes with instructions. It also uh, comes with, um, I would say, a great opportunity for technology to be used properly. Um, they're only good for listening to music, so if you're looking for some sort of, like, Google Glasses type of scenario, uh, you're out of luck. But, I would highly recommend them, for, particularly for uh, if you're going for a walk. Um, I personally have been using them for about a couple months now, and I have not stopped using them. But, they will set you back. So here in Australia, they've set me back uh, around $300 um so that's 300 australian dollars i'm not sure what that is uh in the us or in the uk or europe or wherever you like to buy um, your audio stuff um but here in australia you can get them from jb hi-fi or any uh music uh well electronic outlet store um but and these glasses i would say uh, something that, personally, I find useful because over the last couple of years, I've ha- found that uh, earphones have been a little bit unbearable, particularly as they've been scratching the inside of my ear. So, uh, that's the one thing that these uh, glasses have uh, done for me. They've reduced the amount of itchiness in my ear and they've removed that sort of tension that I have but, having said that, I would definitely recommend, uh, if particularly if you're a tech head, I would recommend you getting them. But, completely up to you. So, I'll leave it at that, ladies and gentlemen. Also, big shout out to everyone on Twitter. I hope that you're doing well. Um, I'd particularly like to uh, thank my latest number of followers who have been uh, liking and uh, sharing their opinions i also like to give a great shout out to everyone who is listening. So please make sure that you continue to listen. And remember everyone to live nude and be yourself. And until next time, this has been The Naked Nerd. See ya.